you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we're going to be talking about the mud hall. This is a very important, hardworking room in the house. <laughs> yeah. And Maybe the more important entry, honestly, for yeah. everyday living. Mm-hmm. This is your entry, everybody. Y'all aren't going into the formal entry. You're not coming in the front door. You're coming in through the garage. So we want to make this space look great for you as it receives you, but also be able to contain all the comings and goings of the household. A um, couple ways that we make this a really beautiful space, as well as a really thoughtful place, is having... Um, Having it designed so that there's a place for everything and everything in its place, basically. I just said place 18 times in the last three sentences. Yeah, I'm going to put it to a rep. Yeah. I should perhaps read that transcript and start over. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't find something, it's probably somewhere in that mud hall. For sure. In a yeah, cupboard, in a drawer, shoes, under... They're there. Yeah, definitely. That umbrella, it's stuffed in one of the kids' lockers. Yes, yep. exactly. So if we have a place for all the umbrellas, like a beautiful, you know, um, a beautiful jar with the lid off where you can put all of the umbrellas, that's really great. Or if there's an umbrella holder, I've got a kind of a leather canister um, where I, I stick all of mine in there and it's become a collection and I see all the leather handles coming up and I just feel like I'm some sophisticated older woman living on the Upper East Side. But just little, little old me living in Utah <laughs> do, no. doing the most. But it's so like, there's such an ease of mind knowing like if it's a rainy day outside, I know exactly oh, yeah. where to grab that thing. And I think mud rooms, mud rooms and laundry rooms, if we can know where all the stuff I was about to we should call them words, our collections our collections yeah where all your collections are life will be so much easier mm-hmm. you're a great mask collector <laughs> yes, now you're a great umbrella collector a soccer cleat collector i have one here yeah. i have one for you totally yep. yeah it's dirty or clean <laughs> it's a hard working room for sure um so how to make it happy how to make it beautiful and give you the peace of mind if you're the one that is um trying to manage this um enter and entry this uh, entry and exit point for the entire household You're the doorman or woman of your house there you go there you go <laughs> well said yes. yeah how to do it so if you are doing new construction or a remodel let's start at the ground floor okay what do you think sue a tile yeah if you can it's usually a mudroom and just that back portion of the home is closed off so you have good termination points and it's really great to step onto a tile especially when you're coming in from the rain from the snow You know, like you want to have that surface there because you're not going to want to mess up your wood floors. Totally. You do not want to have to take off shoes or anything before you come in to to the mudroom. That's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, do you remember we had a client? We had a client. Yeah. Like um, probably five, six years ago and they had a ranch behind their home. Mm -hmm. I think she even had some sort of shower situation off that because they did have a ranch. She was like, nobody's getting past this point without being able to hose off their boots or it was literally, it was like the concrete floor with the, with the drain at the center of yeah. it. And she had, she had only boys. Yeah. And so they're just boys or boys. And so she was just like, hose those suckers Power down. spray those boys uh-huh. before they got any yeah. further. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah. you know what your sports are and what your functions are. Um, you can make this more industrial than not if needed, but yeah, I think something that you could easily mop up if you came in from a lot of weather. Yeah, and truly, you make a great point as far as just like the sports. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you're they ski or they, you know, a lot of people will have some type of even system to like put all that equipment in their garage, mm-hmm. which is an awesome thing because then they're not bringing that stuff into the mud hall. Yeah. So if you can have some type of rack to store any of those dirty things that just are always going to be there and it's organized and you can stop there and then they can, you know, take off their shoulder pads and all the things, stick them there and then go into the laundry room to take off the next layer, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and have spots for all those things. Um, what needs to go in the laundry what needs to, you know, go up to their room, what needs to be put in front of you as far as assignments from school. Mm-hmm. There's so many different tracks that they're running through that door. And then it's just, yeah, a matter of siphoning. Where does it go next? Yeah, right? totally. And if it's, if, if you're jumping in the car and they don't know where it is, I hate to say it, but it's like probably your job to have to find it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Where's your mask, Nolan? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I still have to provide a mask for the kid. Yeah. So. Totally. So you have probably a handful of disposables as well. Yep. Going, yeah. going back to the floor, mm-hmm. yes. I'm thinking of my own house for this. Um, are we doing, this might be a dumb question, are we doing a rug in the mud hall? Mm-hmm. If so, like jute or something that's like, you know what I mean, not, that can wear a little bit? Totally. Better? Yeah. It's a mat. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is, I think there's a walk-off mat on on the garage side. And then once you're inside the house, you could also have some type of rug. So I have like a big walk-off mat, like from Costco, um, near my car. So I can kind of wipe off things before I come into the mud hall. I just recently put a jute rug down. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not expensive or anything, but also for me, that was a really cute casual look for the back of my house. I love that look for me. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you could, I think definitely something that's not too precious. Uh, You don't want to spend a ton of money on it because this is something that is going to eventually become disposable and you'll replace it in like two or three years with another somewhat affordable thing. So yeah, I like jute. It's quite coarse. Um, It can really get any elements off the shoe. You're really just trying to protect the rest of the house from whatever you're about to bring in. So if you're, if your family doesn't wear shoes into the rest of the house, then really your mud hall is going to turn into a shoe room. I mean, so many shoes. My teenage daughter thinks that we don't wear shoes in the house, I think, because for some reason, like this has become her closet basically. (laughs) And I'm like, girl, we wear shoes in our house. (laughs) Like you can wear those, you can wear those right down to your closet (laughs) and take them off. But it's just basically all of Jane's shoes. (laughs) Jane's closet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she's just like so sick of wearing them or what, but it just feels good to, but I'm like, really? It's like the high heels. It's everything. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but you guys know what I, I could see like soccer cleats and wellies and some of those things are just more of an outdoor thing. You so want traipsing in the rest of your house. Totally. Those should yeah. definitely stop in the mud hall, but we all feel really polarizingly different about this topic. So, you know, if in your new house, Corey, you guys want to keep, you know, all the shoes in there. And then maybe there's a day of the week where you go retrieve your shoes again. So you remember what you have, Yeah. you know, yeah, we're sock people. So we'll probably do yeah. shoes off maybe cubbies or something in there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We have had clients though, like that want a shoe room. Oh yeah. We're doing that right now where they actually have spot to put all the shoes there. So they actually, they're just organizing what they found to be the pattern of their family, which is probably take shoes off. And now that they're remodeling and building, they're like, I want a shoe. I want a room dedicated to shoes. I actually want a spot to put on my coats. Yeah. I'm going to put on when I go and get the cat. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Anyway, you're just like, whatever it is, like she's really kind of dissected how she lives Mm -hmm. and is creating spaces for that, which is perfect. Cause then she's really going to love her house at the end of the day because it works for how she lives. Yeah. 
Definitely. And you might have that luxury too of just knowing that. So keep that in mind when you're designing this space. Um, so we love a playful tile. And so this is a, a way to, um, to not just kind of phone it in and get a board, uh, beige porcelain tile. I always think of like a gas station. That's generally what they're going to use is yeah. something that's just like fake travertine. They put in your budget. <laughs> yeah, that's what your builder put in your budget. Um, so yeah, if you could, do, I have like a natural limestone in two different colors and I've made a playful pattern out of it. Um, large format is going to be your friend because you're going to have less grout joints that you have to try and scrub all that uh, soccer cleat mud um, out of. So I would say do something large format. Yeah, agreed. Um, to make your pattern with if you um, if you guys are in the middle of a remodel or a new build. But have some fun with the floor in there. And then um, another thing that if you're building or um, remodeling or even if you have room for, I have a chest in, in my mud hall. And it's got a couple drawers in it. And that has been such a, a lifesaver because um, you want to be able to store so many little things, I feel like. Um, I've also got a mirror above my chest. So if you guys can get a mirror in that space, that's where you're going to be buttoning on and off your coats. If you wear hats like me, you might have hats in there or um, sunglasses, uh, your keys. There's a lot of things. Gloves, but hats. Yeah, totally. Just different weather seasons. Yeah. And you might just need it just to make sure that you started buttoning, you know, on the right hole and that you didn't miss a button and like, you know, That'd be embarrassing. you got to check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself. Yeah. So I love a mirror in a mud hall mm -hmm. just to kind of, you know, and also if you're coming in and like, you know, trying to remember if you took off everything, you'd be like, oh, I saw my wellies on and you can pull my those off. My mask is still there. Or my mask is still on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of, th or like, oh my gosh, my sunglasses, like I want to leave those there. Otherwise I'm going to misplace them, leave them in the kitchen. And then when I go to leave again, they're not on the hall chest where I always keep my sunglasses. And it's amazing the sparkle and like, I don't know, it kind of cleans everything up when you do have a mirror in a space, especially a, a space like this that collects a lot of junk. Mm -hmm. Having a mirror there, you're like, it's like a window. Yeah. You know, so it reflects light. It looks sparkly and like, it's really fun to look at. I like mirrors. Yeah. And I think for the most part, most mud halls don't get a window because they are an interior room off of the garage. Sure. So putting a mirror in is essentially like the only window in the room. Yep. Also reward yourself with a cute light fixture. Bless yeah. your life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is such a hardworking room and it's your entry mm -hmm. and your exit. So and if you can do that, you're going to want to illuminate that room because it's the one place you're going to be really searching for stuff. So give it some good light. Yeah, and it's likely it's not dropping two stories or anything. So it's not going to be crazy expensive, but you can get great details with a flush mount or a semi-flush mount mm -hmm. in these spaces. Yeah, you don't have to phone it in with a boob light. No. And if you, you have don't. one of those, replace it. Because, yeah, this we is... give you permission. Yeah, this is your entry. So I knew you. <laughs> gussy it up. Yeah, it's great. Um, so let's talk about... Um, so. On the entry hall chest, I have a big tray, and in the tray are lined up sunglasses, mine, my husband's, you know, my daughter's, and so it's really easy to remember to wear your, you know, eyewear before you're running out the door on a bright sunny day or whatever. Jess has a steep um, backdrop with eyewear because her dad <laughs> is an eye doc, yeah, and so it's very important when you talk about eyewear. We should have a, a podcast on eyewear. Not, we should. We should get my dad on here. Eyewear. Yes, oh. Sunnies are, I think, a great collectible. 
But also I can't walk outside without sunglasses on now because I've worn them my whole life. Mm -hmm. But those of us ladies that are like, you know, getting up there, we're trying to also avoid wrinkling by not squinting. <laughs> so, story. yeah. So depending on your look, right, if you're buttoning on a coat, you might want a pair of cat eyes or you might want something that's more of a metal frame. I don't know. You'll want probably a couple pair there, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you probably also love fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So keep those lined up on that back chest. Um, I have a little lamp on top of the chest that I just leave on all night. So as we're kind of coming and going, it's a bright spot to come in. Even if I haven't hit the overhead light, there's like a little glow in there and it feels like I'm coming home. It's kind of like your, yeah, your last look mm -hmm. basically before you go out the door Yeah, when you come in. So yeah, I love that having even like, I'd probably keep it like a stash in that drawer of like lipsticks or something just you like, would, oh, yeah. That oatmeal I just ate took off my lip, so I better freshen up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And now we have not just sunglasses, but we have masks. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then we've got a stash of car keys. And we've also got a little bowl where we toss spare change and whatnot if we have it in our pockets. And mm -hmm. so it's really easy to sort of empty our contents um, when we come in and then before we go out to grab whatever it is that we need. Mm -hmm. So there's very, very little surface so horizontal surface where you can set things but you need that most people are going to put a lot of lockers with a lot of vertical storage but you really need a surface to be able to put corral yeah you do to be able to look at things or Suzanne you were talking about homework with your little guy if you could go through his Gosh. homework on a horizontal surface and go through his backpack and see what you need to pull out of it but what could still stay in it before you hang it up mm -hmm. Like, so nice to have that surface space. So if you have room for like a little hall chest in there, then it could be something that um, you could purchase right now and add that to your mud hall. If not, in the planning of it with cabinetry, make sure you get a counter in there with some drawers. I think drawers are going to be way better for organizing all the little for things. Because sure. a cupboard door, you're going to open it, but then you got to get down on your hands and knees and look what's on the shelves in that you don't want that. go to die. Yeah. You want drawers yeah. in a space like that. So get yourself a surface space so that you've got a countertop. Get a mirror above it. Put a little lamp in there. You could even put a little diffuser on there so your back entry hall always smells good. It smell like soccer clothes and stinky boys. Yeah. yeah. And then you can put a pretty tray in it and load up your lipsticks and sunglasses and oh, kind of your moment. Yeah. You probably need a place to sit to like put shoes on as well. Good That's point. like... Whatever I'm walking out the door, I'm like pulling on a shoe, standing on one foot, and it's yeah. You're just you testing your balance. Yeah, when you fall, they say after the age of forty that like your balance like really goes way down. So mm. just imagine, Corey, when you turn forty, you're gonna be falling over. I know. Yeah, I better, yeah. I better get a stool uh -huh. or something. We gotta get you a stool. Future planning. That's yeah. what this is all about, y'all. Definitely. Yeah. Now there's usually room for some sort of little bench or stool, or if not, you could add at least an ottoman to that. Yep. And the one thing, if you were doing like if you're building a house or you're doing built-in lockers, and it has in the plan to have a bench with hooks above it, um, no way, don't no. do it guys. Because when you put hooks above it, the hooks will, you'll put stuff there. Kids will put oh, yeah. stuff all over that. Sucker. If you got a and hook, you won't be able to sit on that thing and it'll just be a cluster. Like it's a mess. Yes. Don't do it. No bet. No, no built in bench with hooks no. above it. Yeah. And just like, maybe just have a chair if that's all you have room for next to your chest. And that's mm. where people sit down to take off, you know, their boots or whatever, but don't yeah. try and like, just put the bench thinking that that's actually where you're going to sit. Seriously, don't put hooks above it. 
Yeah, don't put hooks. Put the bench there still, but put hooks on the wall or something. Yeah, if you've got a hook anywhere, I'm just going to say it anywhere, in your closet, in um, obviously the mud hall, it will completely get overloaded and full. So make sure that hook has multiple arms. Because sturdy, yeah. Drill that thing into the wall. Oh my gosh! You don't use, a, you don't use We've a got nail. dog leashes and um, <laughs> just all sorts of stuff. On. I don't even know. I don't even know how it's full. I have one kid at home right now, and those suckers are heavily employed. They are. Yeah, <laughs> they, are, they are heavily employed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Corey, is your building all the hooks? Oh, I am soaking this up. Right yeah, now. you've got a dog. You've got a kid. Yeah, you need the, all the hooks. They say you won't put it above the bench. So yeah, totally. Okay. Suze awesome. will. Suze will ream you. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk a minute about the lockers versus no lockers. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that we've seen as we've remodeled homes or? listen to clients issues with their mud halls, what to do, what not to do. I feel like the ones that have like still a really young family, lots of kids are like, I need lockers. Um, one mistake that we party foul that we see all the time is that the lockers are too small. They don't no ventilation. And so you see all these smelly cats, smelly cat. What are, are you so smelly? <laughs> I won't sing for you. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so anyway, these lockers are so dumb small that you can't even put a backpack and then it's just a waste of space. So just make sure that they're like wide enough to fit a backpack on one side, like have internal hooks that have, you can put a backpack and you can put the kid's coat on the inside of that. And also take into consideration how high those hooks are. If you want your kid to be the one to put their backpack and their coat there, mm-hmm. make sure that they there's like low hooks and high hooks so that they can kind of grow with this space and yeah. you can make them accountable um, for putting those things away. Um, but yeah, I think lockers, they just need to be wide enough and they need to have ventilation. A lot of times we'll do like a, a cute little like cutout stamp. You can make it decorative like on millwork mm-hmm. on the cap, the locker doors um, to kind of air it out. And I know that a lot of like in park city where there's a lot of ski boots and stuff, mm-hmm. they actually have just like boot dryer, you know, sections for actually the lower portion of that locker mm-hmm. um, so that things don't get musty. Yeah. Um, another favorite thing of ours is like a um, metal um, grill. And you can put that on the lower section of the lockers, or if it's a drawer on the bottom, you could just do that like brass grill fronts or, you know, nickel, whatever matches your decor. And then that's breathable. So those, um, keds or, um, vans or chucks or whatever it is that your kids wear don't get really smelly. I mean, they're going to be smelly anyway, but at least it can breathe. I know. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to it's natural to it's natural <laughs> that like if you have a really like efficient way that you've raised your family and you can use lockers. Awesome. But a lot of times for a lot of families, we notice that they don't use their lockers. Yeah. A lot of times like an open, like you have an open rod where you hang up your coats. Yeah. And then you people are supposed to take their shoes just up to their rooms. Yeah. You know, but it, again, just understanding kind of like your schedules, your kids, how y'all work. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can, if you can drill it to them to use those lockers, awesome. Yeah, yeah. They can be, they really, really great and really, I think efficient and you can kind of shut the door and everything feels tidy again. Cause yeah. sometimes if you're like, no, we need a door because it's just going to look like hell run over, you know, if I just have hooks yeah. everywhere, then a yeah, lockers for you for sure. Totally. And um, one thing that I've noticed in uh, behaviors in my own family is that my husband and I will take the time to remove our coat and hang it on a nice coat hanger. Cause I do have an open rod on one side of my mud hall 
And then my kids will absolutely not take the time to hang it on a hanger. So their coats. Jerks. Yeah, they're going to go on the hooks. So I think that's probably the behavior of most, mm-hmm. you know, kids, teens, whatever. So knowing that they want to only use a hook for backpacks for, and that's probably going to be the best that you can do as a parent is to be able just to please just hang it on a hook. It's so easy to do. So yeah, you're going to want those hooks inside of a locker if that's what you're going to do, or you're going to do a lot of hooks on a wall mm-hmm. and let them hang their coats that way because they're just yeah. not going to use a hanger. Nope. So, and it's nice for me before I go to be able to have all of my winter coats there because then it's not taking up real estate in my closet. And, um, and also like you can kind of, um, without having to open anything up, like a coat closet or whatever, I can kind of survey what I've got to work with there and what will go with my outfit and be like, oh, I should wear a camel coat. I forgot I had that. I thought I only had a black coat, you know, you Mm -hmm. kind of forget what you have during the summer and then it's winter time again. And, or if it's raining, you're like, oh, I have a raincoat or you just have them all right there, which is really, really nice. And you can still hang them, you know, dark to light and have, you know, all the same hanger so that it looks as uniform as it can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I have baskets on top of a shelf that are just full of gloves and hats and everything for the kids for their different ages, Mm -hmm. scarves, whatever. So we can doctor them up before they go out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of mudrooms too, people have, um, you know, have like that bench layer or the, that's the bottom of the, the vertical locker. They'll have either cubbies uh-huh. or just like a drawer or something. What we've noticed like just in designing and kind of interviewing clients is that nobody, kids rarely will open up the drawer, put things inside the drawer and close the door drawer. Like yeah. that's three steps, the three steps too many. Yeah. So usually an open cubby is the better idea for them to just like set whatever their favorite pair of shoes that you know that they're always going to have right there. Open cubby is the way to go because they just have to take them off and just like scoot them in. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to do. Would you ever do doors in front of that? I just don't like looking at a bunch of shoes. Like You and you and every person listening to the podcast doesn't want to look at it. Yeah. But what she's saying is the kids aren't going to do it. It'll just be open doors. And also like if you do open shut the door on it, you got to make sure that thing's <laughs> vented because otherwise it is a smelly cat when you open that sucker up. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's almost worse than looking at it is smelling it. That's, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Grady's yeah. going to get to an age where he might not like to wear socks. And he, he might, might stink. Oh, he's, his little shoes on and yeah. uh, he's going to start to smell hair pretty soon. Mm. And I will tell you that. So, okay. And then we'll so do a podcast about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bent so suckers or leave them open. If baskets, Kind of the same thing as, as drawers, like yeah. baskets, they're not going to pull it out and put their shoes in it. I'm going to say worse than drawers because they're going to forget that it's in there and you can't see through a basket, but a drawer you can open and see down right away. Yep. The basket is tricky. I think you're going to just be always buying new soccer cleats and stuff because it's going to go there to die and you're not going to see it. And they kind of fall, they disintegrate over time. So it's just going to leave straw all over your pretty tile. Yeah. So every time you pull it in and out and in and out, so... Anyway, unless you, a lot of people have like a big basket at the front of their door and that's where like shoes go. Mm -hmm. So you just have to really, if you're going to do that, you just have to be aware that like things will get lost down there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So true. (laughs) I agree. So anyway, so just, yeah, embrace, embrace your, your children's faults or just, I guess just the way that they live. I would just say, no, I would just say like, I'm, I'm a parent and I'm gathering data. And I know when I put things in a basket, the things in the basket go there to die, you know? And so you're like, okay, that doesn't work. Let's try something else that's going to work. And mostly it's got to work for you as a parent because you're usually the one trying to find where 
these things go, you know? So if you do have a cubby for shoes and they just kick them off and kick them into the cubby, then you visually can see that's where the shoes are. You don't have to like take a second step to open something up or whatnot, but there, we all have different idiosyncrasies and um, levels of cleanliness and perfectionism. And so if you're like Corey and he's like, I just do not want to see it. You know, I can't see it. It will drive me crazy. Then we know we've got to do a closed solution for him, which might be a drawer that has a mesh front so that it can breathe. You can do that same thing with doors though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just put the bottom section of the drawer. Yeah, or, or just or the, just the, the shelves panel. inside. Yeah. You can do yeah. two shelves inside of the, the locker at the bottom, mm-hmm. and that's where you can scoot those kind of things in. That's there what you, you should do. Come yeah, on. I should. That's there great. And I think to Suzanne's point of depth and width, always go bigger than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these can't be super narrow because if you think about how thick your kid's backpack's going to be when they're a teenager and they're sticking it in there sideways and hooking it on, there's still got to be room for a, a chubby winter parka. Do you know what I mean? Um, so you've got to have the 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 volume to be able to support those two really voluminous things. Yeah, and the only thing more annoying than like putting like having a bunch of like open shelving and having your kids just like put all their stuff and it's exposed is having them put it and shove it inside of a locker and not be able to close that door. Oh. Yeah. And guess yeah, what? That that's irk me that's so. not probably your kid's fault. It's no, the it's, fact it's, that we didn't make the cabinet big enough. Yeah. So let's just let's just make it big now, even though Grady's little. And let's just know that at some point, if this is the ever after home, that that locker is going to hold a lot of gear. You know what I've learned is that I'm like the most OCD person. Like a, a door that's not shut oh, is just yeah. like that. Seeing shoes. And a series of them. Yeah. Imagine a oh, series man. of open, like not being able to shut oh, doors. Oh, that's my nightmare. Oh. We could create a prison for Corey. <laughs> stick him in someone's, stick him in someone's uh, mud hall and lock, and lock it. <laughs> Say, this is your, this is your time. You have to do one year here. <laughs> yeah. That would be worse than going to prison. And then here's the next thing. This is not even a great point, but to the basket thing, in our old kitchen, we didn't have a mud hall. So that was kind of walked into our kitchen. So we always had shoes everywhere. And I was like, I need to clean these up somehow. Uh-huh. Got a basket. I wear a lot of white shoes. And then Grady's shoes would be on top of mine and they were white. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. another thing. Most CDs. So yeah, basket's not a good situation. It's really not. Yeah. Because yeah. no one cares about your shoes like you do. It's true. Uh, it's so true. Yeah. so true. Yeah. Good points. These are all really good points. I'm glad I'm listening to this podcast no, right now. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to go organize. Uh, yeah. Um, back to the lots of little things and why I still think drawers are so great. Um, masks have entered into the picture for people. I also honestly am like, I don't know if they're going to go away even once there's a cure. I still think that like the cleanliness factor, um, especially during cold and flu season, which Ooh. we're about to go into, it's just a good idea. If you're not feeling good, just put it on. If you're before you go to the grocery store, like, yeah, it's like, oh, I've done it's this become before. fashionable yeah. now. There's cute masks. We're yeah. going to be okay. Conditioned. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. So yeah, I think there's like a way to, um, when you're coming in, you know, that you put your dirty mask in a certain place and there's a pile of clean masks to always accommodate for that. Um, but having, you know, lots of drawers full of clean masks, you don't have to fold them or anything. So just toss it, the clean ones in a drawer. And then maybe you have like a hamper or something in your laundry room for dirty clothes or dirty coats or who knows what, but my laundry room is attached to my mud hall. So I can just put my, my dirty mask right on top of my washer and then know I'm going to grab a clean one before I go out. So whatever your system is, yeah, just be sure accommodate for all these things. And then 
it doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel hard. It's just like, I've got a system. This is great. Everything feels really clean and, um, a place for everything and everything in its place. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, one last tip before we're done. And that is, um, if you're going to put in a drinking fountain, if you are doing a new build, or if you already have this, they today have, um, water bottle fillers which is such a game changer for parents of athletes, little kids, for yourselves. Um, So many people today don't want to continue to buy water bottles. And so just to be able to reuse it before you come and go out of the house, you can just hurry and use that water bottle filler. Kids actually, like no one has to have a water bottle. Like kids in elementary school, they don't want them to use it because that's like, there's so many germs on a drinking fountain, y'all. Oh yeah. So anyway, each kid has their own water bottle and they have to bring it to school full so that they don't have to... That's so, so again, that water bottle filler uh-huh. is a game changer. Yeah. I got a quote for that. So there's the water bottle filler with the drinking fountain, you know, uh-huh. what I mean? the combo that's about $1,400 installed water line, everything. Yeah. Just the water bottle filler is like eight to 900 installed. Mm-hmm. So it's a little fun fact there. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Okay. I think that's something that every household should have in the future if they haven't built it already or retrofit it to have it because it's just, it's responsible and we all need to just stay hydrated and it's just part of us now. Right. We didn't have that growing up, but it's who we've become. Water bottles are like such a huge thing. And it's like, if you're walking out the door and Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm a, I'm a weird, I don't love tap water. Mm -hmm. So great filtration system in them, reverse osmosis, all that great stuff. Yeah. Bam. That's great. Yeah. So you have the best water coming from home anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening today on the Mud Hall. I hope this has been helpful and inspiring. And um, if you have any questions or would like us to record a podcast on a topic that you have thought of, just send it to uh, Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And we will see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 